0: Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet... Take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Band of Brothers. Episode 8 titled The Last Patrol. Uh, solid episode, once again. Decent hour of television. Uh, is it particularly amazing? No. Is it particularly memorable? No. Uh, by Band of Brothers standards, there are several episodes I would put a million times above this. But hey, they can't all be Bastone. Uh, they can't all be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Breaking point, uh, they can't all be like that cartoonishly brilliant, uh, and this is just a solid little, I don't want to say transition episode, because Band of Brothers is a little more episodic than that, but actually, I, eh, you know what, it might be a bit of a transition episode, it, it does kind of have that feel of just like, we're coming off of one thing, ramping up for another it definitely has that type of feel to it uh but it is a good episode what strikes you about this one immediately at least it did for me is that easy company at this stage in the war is just kind of done with everything Like, they've done all the heaviest of lifting. They've gotten through most of the major hurdles. They're about to march into Germany. Like, this war is all but won. It's all but decided. It would take, like, some serious chicanery at this stage for the Germans to win, and they kind of know that. So while they're still... Physically chugging along while they're still physically fighting in this war. Mentally, they've kind of checked out. And they're kind of just going through the motions. And just sitting around waiting to march into Germany. And finally put this to rest. And it's kind of hard to blame them for this. Because they've gone through like seven episodes of hell. They've gone through, like, a full year of hell from D-Day to now. Uh, Just recently, in all the Bastogne stuff and Foy, uh, they went through some of the worst conditions imaginable. They lost a crap ton of their best guys. Like, it's kind of hard to blame Easy Company at this stage... For just being ready for the war to be over so they could go the hell home. And that sort of idea of, yeah, we're just done, it permeates throughout this entire episode very, very well to very poetic degrees. Uh, We also have two characters this episode focuses more on. Uh, One of them is an easy company soldier who went to the hospital before bastone and came back after bastone so even though he was there at d day and at market garden and in all those big things uh because he wasn't there at bastone everyone resents the hell out of him because he wasn't there for their most difficult of difficult deals everyone hits him, like, oh, you sat at Bastogne? You just sat in the hospital? Oh, this dude found a way to be there, this dude found a way to be there, this dude found a way to be there, but I guess you had to have better things to do sitting in the hospital. Like, they treat him as if he was a coward. They treat him as if he were, like, one of those replacements. And then the other one is this new officer, Uh, This new lieutenant who just sort of came over and is looking for some action before the war ends. And is like desperately trying to get back into the fold. So you have these two characters who are just desperate to prove themselves. And immediately regret it. Because this action that they both search for ends up being this one patrol, uh, this prisoner snatch, where a group of 15 men has to, uh, go along the river, sail to the other side of this river, grab some Germans, bring them back, why are we taking prisoners, uh, what is the point of getting some extra Germans before marching into Germany anyway, Shut up, it's war. You do what your superiors say. Don't question it. That's basically the explanation given. Like, hey, why are we doing it? Why are we doing this again? Shut up. So we get this patrol. And this is after a lot of finagling of uh, this lieutenant switching places with Malarkey to get in there. Uh, this one bastone absentee guy wedging his way in there. This is after all of that, and we see this patrol, and it is a really, really brilliant sequence. That starts out like stealth, 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 stealth. Tongue twister there. I can't say stealth a bunch of times fast. Like, it's this sneaky, sneaky deal uh, that's, like, really tense and heart-pounding. And then it blows up immediately. And then it goes to hell right away. Shit blows up. They get shot at. And everything goes to hell. Uh, One of the men gets blown up. They manage to get a couple of German prisoners. They get back across the river. But they are unable to save this one dude that got blown up. And he bleeds to death. He succumbs to his wounds. And it is heartbreaking. It is so, so heartbreaking to watch this dude just yell and scream and cry out in pain Uh, say how he doesn't want to die, I don't want to die, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. You're not gonna die, you're not gonna die, you're not gonna die. die. And then he just is gone. And then he's just nothing. It's a really, really heartbreaking moment. Uh, but that whole patrol sequence is just so, so stunningly tense and impactful. Uh, it's easily the best moment of this episode. Easily the highlight Uh, Of this otherwise fairly... See, by Band of Brothers standards, it's meandery, but by literally any other standards, it's very good television. (laughs) The problem is, we've had too many insanely great episodes. Back to back to back. We've had too much, like, 10 out of 10 brilliance, episode to episode, that now we have an episode that's like a 7 or an 8. Which is totally acceptable, but because it's Band of Brothers, it's kind of like a, eh, whatever. Uh, But I do love, 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 love this ending. Where Winters is approached by his superior and he's like, yeah, you caught mad damn Germans. Them Germans was real, real German-like. You did a great job despite one of your men being killed. And now I would like you to do that again. I would like you to put this exact same group of men who have been traumatized by this patrol gone horribly, horribly wrong. Traumatized by the death of their friend. I would like you to send them back for the second time in a row. Send them even deeper into that town because... You know, we got all the Germans from from the edge. The easy part. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's easy for me to say this, and I'm very clearly showing off. Uh, but these are real people whose lives I'm putting in jeopardy for no apparent reason. Uh, other than to boost my ego. Uh, but you're going to do that. You're going to send them in for a second night in a row. Cool. I exaggerated that, but let's be honest. That's basically what happened. I exaggerated that, but not by a lot. (laughs) Let's be really honest here. Uh, But then Winters takes the patrol team aside and is like, okay, uh, here's the briefing. You do this, 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 and this. This is how it's all going to go. All right. Now ignore all of that, go get some sleep, Uh, and in the morning, report to me and say, you tried to do this prisoner snatch, and you failed to get any German prisoners. So Winters literally says, here's what you're supposed to do, F that, I'm gonna lie for you guys, you don't have to do this completely unnecessary, ridiculously dangerous, Completely random patrol two nights in a row. And it's this great roller rollercoaster of emotions. Where immediately your heart sinks. Like, oh. Oh, we have to do that again. That was horrible the first time. And then Winters is like, okay. Get a good night's sleep. And immediately, like, your heart just leaps back up. And it's just like, yes! Yes! Thank God Winners is not a freaking stooge for these idiot, idiot superiors who don't know what the hell they're doing and do not risk their own skin at all. Yes! Uh, But it's a really, really cool, uh, kind of feel-good ending there. Like, yeah, we're not going to let this happen again. We're not going to let someone die for a completely unnecessary, random, ego-boosting mission again. Like, again, like, this episode does the same thing the last one did. Where it has one of the characters narrating for no apparent reason. It's just, they just randomly decided, and eh, we're doing narration now. And it's completely inconsistent with the rest of the show. But other than that, it's solid. Other than that, it's good. Oh, I should say, uh, Winters gets promoted to major. So, that's cool. Winters continuing to climb up the ladder, as he deserves, because he is best soldier. Far and away, like, easily, like, best soldier to ever exist. But, yep, this episode's good. This episode's solid, and we got two more left, just like it. So, get ready for that. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing episode 9. Talk to you then.